When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. That's my name. We are giving you an opportunity right here, right now, to sound off on the most annoying traffic spot in town. Do it. 651-641-1071. What is the traffic spot that you can, you try to avoid it at all costs because it's so dumb and terrible. Uh, what is that spot for you, Bradley? Trainer, why are we asking? Thanks for asking why we're asking. What? Asking. Because, I, so I was reading, uh, truth be told, I mean, traffic is always in our minds. Like if you mm-hmm. drive because mm-hmm. you're in it and you're like, oh my God, I hate this, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was reading this piece over at the Star Tribune. Why didn't MnDOT straighten the 35W curve in downtown Minneapolis? And I was like, oh, yeah, why didn't they? <clears throat> so there's actually a lot of curves, but the curve in particular is the one going southbound on 35W. Mm-hmm. You know, as you come through that interchange where some people are going off to 94. Yep. Um, well, you're not going off to 94, but you could have a while back. Don't mm-hmm. even get me started back mm-hmm. there. That's a hot mess mm-hmm. express mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is that uh, that narrow turn. Mm-hmm. And at rush hour every day, that narrow turn is always backed up, right? And um, excuse me, didn't we just go through like a a $240 million project to renovate uh, that chunk of 35W? And when they reopened it, I was like, what did they do? What exactly changed? Now, look, I'm grateful for the extra exit they put in, the refurbishing of all the other exits, because that is actually my stretch of 35, mm-hmm. that 35th, 36th Street exit. Um, it's actually might the as well just tell you Bradley Trainer um honoring. Is it really? Yeah, it's I yours. did not get a I did not get invited to the opening. That's weird. Anyway, they redid bridges. They did a bunch of stuff, but there's still that choke point, that bottleneck on South 35W. And uh oh, we got phones. So yeah, we let's do. let's go to the phones and find out what else people think is not nice. 651-641-1071. What is the most annoying traffic spot in town? We have Kirsten on the is it Kirsten or Kirsten? Uh, Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. We've got Kirsten on the line. Hi, Kirsten. Kirsten, what Hi, is the, what is the most annoying traffic spot in town? I'm gonna take a different angle on this. I know that construction is everywhere and it's driving everyone crazy, but I still gotta say that it is the Costco parking lot in St. Louis. I love oh, that, girl. You that turn are speaking the truth. That like when you first get into that parking lot, and you gotta do a hard right. It's the worst, and then you're gonna I take. Feel a- like- I think it was designed by a psychopath. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Thank you, Kirsten. And then if you get stuck trying to go the long, like you're like, I'm just going to avoid all this altogether. No. Then you're over at Home Depot no, before it's the you know worst. it. It is oh. so awful. Everybody hates it and it's terrible. Uh, let's go to Allison. Allison is on the line. Hi, Allison. 
Allison, what's the most annoying traffic spot in town? Yes. So the 394-94 split. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis. Yep. It does not matter what time of day yep. that night or eastbound is always backed up. Yeah. I don't understand. It. I I hate. Thank you, Allison, Thanks, for your call. Allison. I that is one I avoid at all costs because it does not. Like she said, it doesn't matter what time of day oh, it yeah. is. Oh, no. It could be two o'clock in yeah. the morning. Oh yeah. No, you're sitting in traffic. You're also, sitting there. Also, um. So here, it makes me be a bad person. And that you know is, why? that takes some time. Right. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, you're implying that I'm a good person. Mostly, yeah. Okay. Um, I will, what I will typically do is ride that lane, the, the next lane all the way to the end and then jump over. Yes. But that is a risky behavior and one that should not, I should not be put in the position of making. <laughs> I'm blaming mm-hmm. uh, Dot for, yeah. my, for my bad behavior. But I can't tell you also how many times I have just gone to the downtown exit. I live in South Minneapolis. I'm like 30 some blocks in uh, or more. And like I will take the slow road down those 30 blocks so that I can just avoid that backup. And if I can't just spent all this money, don't even get me started. (laughs) If I can't get in, if I do that maneuver, because I do it, too, because I'm not standing. I'm not sitting. What? Then there's like the people who slow roll that that lane. And then they're stopping all the other traffic. Mm -hmm. But I have been known to get off at that Dunwoody exit and just like sneak around and then get back back on. on And I'm like, and and that's bad, too, because other people doing that. Because then you're slowing down traffic in town. Yeah. Oh, because don't Talk get me started us, of, okay? like, when I leave the gym and I'm trying to go oh back home and there's all these people on the road. I'm like, where are you coming from? Okay, let's go to Danny. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Danny. Danny, what is the most annoying traffic spot in town, Danny? Uh, so I'm a little more out west in the Waconia area. Okay. And I complain about the entirety of Highway 5 from Waconia to Chanhassen. What is it about it that is just absolutely infuriating? Well, especially during the summer and like on Thursdays and Fridays when you're heading home, Mm. everyone's heading out to their cabin. Mm -hmm. Bumper to bumper traffic for about 10 miles every single Friday. And it is the worst. I I hear that. Because again, it's only one lane all the way home. Oh, Oh, Danny, I feel for you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, Thanks, Di- thank you for your call, Danny. Let's go to Diane. Hi, Diane. What is the worst traffic spot in town? Hi, Diane. Hi. Um, I live just north of Anoka in Ramsey. Uh-huh. And they just started doing the Highway 10. Yes. Which is going to be two years. Oh, and I, it starts mm-hmm. at Sunfish Lake Boulevard and goes to 7th mm. Avenue or 7th Highway 7, County Road 7, whatever that 7 is. And I live right off of Sunfish. Mm. Oof. And everybody's taking 47. They're taking kind of um, like Bunker Lake, all of our back roads that are kind of neighborhood mm-hmm. roads which is making our neighborhoods really busy right now. I was going to say, that's the thing you don't realize until it's too late. And you're like, oh, God, now everybody's going to be driving over here. Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's crazy when I come home. And it's like, wow, where, I'm sitting at this intersection that's just a normal residential 
intersection and, and it's so busy. There's cars everywhere. And I live in Ramsey. I'm not used to having cars yep. everywhere. I'm in a little rural, rural area. <laughs> I hear ya. Thank you for your call, Diane. Thanks, Diane. Have a okay. good day. You, you too. too. Okay, I have to. Can I just list off? Please. Like I've got like three, and one of them is this one that we just got in the on an email. Uh, Sarah said, "Oh my goodness, two forty. Go with me. Two forty one in St. Michael. They put in a roundabout next to the freeway between the cinema and the Quick Trip." And I've used that because I was trying to skirt one of my other worst nightmare okay. traffic areas, uh, which is like the where um, like Rogers and 94, like the Rogers exit of nine on 94 is terrible. Okay. Then there's another area, 169 in uh, Elk River is the worst. Okay, it's fine. a nightmare. But the worst one, the worst one, yeah. the worst gets the award for the worst interchange. And they've never fixed it, and there's room to fix it, please. When you are going east on She's 62, I, you guys know what I'm talking about, though. You're going east on 62, and you can exit on Lindale, or you can stay in that left lane to get on 62. Yeah. Oh, I... What? Why? Why yeah. is it? Well, that Lanes? whole actually, and I think Panda brought this one up, or at least it's the same area. Even when I'm going southbound on 35, the like weird convoluted movements you have to do, like there are like th- one, two, three choices of like which direction oh, you're yeah. going to go. Yeah. And nobody knows which way no. they're going until the last minute. And so there's always this like. I Everybody know. bebops around, and I you're would, like, oh, God, stay out of my way. I would just like to point out that I am at present teaching a 15-year-old how to drive. Oh, that's And fun. this conversation made my anxiety level go to 11. Oh, Sorry. Well, that it's was fine. not my it's goal. It's fine. It's just like, that's, no, it's not your, it, it is what it is. It's not your fault either. You know why? Science, what? It's the, it's the. It's Mindot's fault. Also, you know, when you're coming, <laughs> when you're trying to get back on uh, 35W from 94 after the tunnel. Oh. I don't mm. understand. No, especially if you. Nobody understands no, how to merge. No. And if you're over. To, oh, oh, no. And the oh. other thing is anytime I have to merge across many lanes and it's a high traffic moment and I'm coming in and I see a car that is also going to try to come in and I'm yeah. like, oh, no, oh, no, we're going to have a disaster. Yeah. Please utilize the it's zipper merge. It's amazing we get anywhere. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I need to, like, I need to calm down. I'm going to do some yeah. yoga okay, in the break. break. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley oh. show, oh. <laughs> let's hit another anxiety area. Uh, Here's a disease you didn't know you could have. Yeah. Thanks for letting us have a new thing to stew about Justin Bieber. Also super sorry. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Um, yeah. So honestly, Oof. this is Oof. the this is the story that just kept coming up this weekend around like friends and people that I was out and about with. And um, it's fascinating to me why like this story sort of like broke through, but mostly because I imagine like uh, many I, too, responded to this story with, oh, God, I didn't know this was a thing. Why is this a thing? And then, of course, I run to the Google to learn everything about it. So now I'm not going to be alone in worrying about this. You need to worry about it, too. Thank but you. But also, I just want to say, gift. Justin, I hope you get better soon because I can't even imagine dealing with this. I mean, you know, it, it, he has resources, so he'll be fine, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 when you read about Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which did you know that was a thing? No. OK, I literally did not know. So did you like I did rush to, 
you know, Mayo Clinic online or whatever website on the Google was served up to you to learn about Ramsey Hunt syndrome? I'm going to be honest with you, and this might shock you. I did not. Because you've got enough going on in your life. I just was like, I don't need. I don't need. I don't need. I need to know. I don't need. I don't have that. I don't have that. I need to know this because I don't want to get this. And I also, by reading about it, have no control over it. Right. But somehow, if I Google it, then I'll be okay. Anyway, um, it turns out, and I'm sure a lot of people have now done the homework, um, and we know this. Let me just backtrack and tell you we know this. Justin Bieber story because he shared it and this is what got people talking right yeah can I hit the pause button really quick because I think that this is actually interesting last like midweek was when he had to cancel a bunch of shows and he said I'm very ill and I'm not getting better and that and I almost brought that story okay to be like what do we think is actually going on and do we believe that there's actually an illness yeah or is this one of those stories that we hear all the time where it's like exhaustion and there's something weird underneath it Yeah, like he's exhausted I opted out of bringing that story because I thought you know what what if he really like I don't want to be on the wrong side of this yeah well uh, interest of full disclosure we would have been so he postponed three shows in his tour uh, this week due to that ongoing health issue and he opened up about it on Instagram hey everyone Justin here I wanted to update you guys on what's been going on and he does this in the video and you can see there's something going on with his face oh yeah and he acknowledges that and he says I have this syndrome called Ramsey Hunt syndrome and it's oh god I get emotional excuse me no he said uh, it's from a virus that attacks the nerve in my ear and my facial nerves and has caused my face to have paralysis, which is like the first thing you notice that there's something wrong with the things moving yeah. on his face. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the inability to blink one eye and move a nostril. And apparently it's gotten harder to eat, which is, you know, the, the scary part. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what he came forward and talked about. And everybody I'm convinced this weekend who's like sort of paying even half attention to uh, mm-hmm. the news around them, saw this story. So then you go read about it, and it turns out, hey, have you had chicken pox? Yeah. Then you can have Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Okay. Add it to the list of things that can happen to you if you've had chicken pox that you don't want to happen to you. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Bell's, I think it's called Bell's, Bell's Palsy, Palsy, right? Yeah. So I had a friend who that happened to once upon a time, and you know that's terrifying, and it usually cures itself. I think it's a viral infection, mm-hmm. actually. I don't remember my Google training on that one because mm-hmm. I'm not a certified medical professional. But, but you're a certified Googler, right? But I, um, but I know that that affects like your your that creates some paralysis. Mm-hmm. So that's initially what I thought. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get every Everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, there's this other thing. You know, shingles isn't the only thing you can get if you've mm-hmm. had the chicken pox. Yeah. By the way, uh, don't even get me started on the shingles. You can get this Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which apparently affects a facial nerve, like in your face. I know. And it can also affect uh, the nerves in your ear. So it can literally create all sorts of complications, which include muscle weakness, which some of it can be uh, permanent. Mm. And you get that. um, And there's treatments, right? Like, so there are things that can be done. Well, I feel like he did say something about facial exercises. I'm sure he has every expert that exists on the case. Yeah, because he, I mean, that's his... That he can. Money. Yeah. I mean, that's how he makes money. His that's money his maker. profession. Yeah, he moves his face um, and makes noises. Usually there's a rash and facial paralysis, and um, sometimes they occur together, but sometimes there's never a rash. It can cause ear pain, hearing loss, ringing in your ears, difficulty closing one eye, a sensation of spinning or moving, a change Stop in Stop doing this right now because I'm having every single one of those girl, symptoms. We've been doing this every day since COVID. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that that symptom is this. Trust. But uh, the good news is your doctor can help you. Okay. So if you have any symptoms, call your doctor. Or... I mean, because everybody's calling their doctor. I'm like, I have dry mouth. I know. Oh, gosh. Yes. No. um, Anyway, the the good news about... It's not super common, though, right? Oh, it's very rare. Okay. Yeah, it's very rare. But but I will say, and this would be an interesting question, because remember I said shingles? Yeah. And that's a thing that, you know, we know is bad and that a lot of people can actually suffer from if you've had the chicken pox. Ramsey Hunt, far less likely that you would ever experience that, but... And and actually, the reading that I did said that it's very uncommon, usually with people that are <clears throat> Justin Bieber's age. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's some hope. It usually would present in an older patient, but again, very rare. But, they say but the that shingles, about shingles too. Shingles, well, I don't say shingles is rare. No, but they say that it usually is in. Oh, but it's not. How many people do you know? Didn't uh, you got yeah, family I've got a family who member it. who has like long-lasting issues. Yes. I have a friend who's my age. Whose sister had to get like some, uh, like a major eye surgery. I don't want to feel great after this. You're welcome, Holly. Just Um, you got it. The more you know. Listen, if you're rocking in the corner, don't worry about it. We're still here with you, and we're gonna tell you about some celebrities (laughs) behaving badly when we come back. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainor. D. Okay. I almost call myself a D. Are you okay? I'm fine. Uh, we have a name for these celebrities. D-bags. That's what it is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-bag. What I really want to do is name our lovely, wonderful friend Panda a D-bag for the tweet she just sent me. What did she say? Telling about? me that on Reddit they were talking about Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which is what Justin Bieber has. And she said one person said they'd had it and they've been re- rehabilitating for quite a while and finally got to 90%. 90% is considered fully recovered. Okay, don't go on Reddit. No, no, no. Sorry, no, no, didn't no, want to no, know no, that. No. But actually, and you're not a D-bag panda, we adore you. The person who I'd all actually like to call my D-bag is Chris Jenner. Well, oh. I, I mean, okay, but why? Because our friend, uh, our social media friend, Hannah, shared this tweet with us from a person named Anna Peel. And it's a picture of a page out of Kim, or not Kim, Chris Jenner's cookbook. It's called Robert Kardashian's Cream of Wheat. 
Oh, God, that thing. Let me just quickly give you. This is her cookbook, which she sold to people. Yeah. Which people paid for because they purchased it, (sighs) thinking that they would get all the Kardashians' family recipes. Well, this is Robert Kardashian's cream of wheat, special cream of wheat. It is literally the directions on the box, you guys. It's special. The ingredients are one box of cream of wheat, two teaspoons of sugar, or to taste, and milk. Uh, That's every recipe for cream of wheat. Right? Mm. Number one, follow cooking instructions on the box. Number two, sprinkle sugar (laughs) in the bowl. Number three... Slowly, I think this is the difference: is they put the sugar in first, and then put the the cream of wheat atop. I think so. Stir until blended completely, and then add milk to taste. That's a recipe in her dumb cookbook. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Okay. Gourmet. An actual recipe. No. Mm -mm. Again, that's just follow the instructions on the box, and then do what you want with it. Yeah, that's not a recipe. Also. It did make me want cream of wheat, though. I do like cream of wheat. Do you it's remember been a hundred like, years since I've had it. Was it called cocoa wheats or just cocoa wheat? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it's like cocoa cho- wheats. Cocoa cream of wheat. You know mm-hmm. that wouldn't have come into my house. No. No, we were just plain old I don't old think there's sugar in it, though. Of- okay, maybe I would try it then. It kind of tastes like brownie mix, mm-hmm. like brownie batter. Okay, I yes. mean, Is that still... Okay, well, now I'm putting that in my yeah, cart. Yeah, there should be cocoa wheat. Uh, cocoa wheat. Let me work on that because what I really want to do, Bradley Trainer, is get to your D bag. Yes, they are called cocoa wheats and okay, you can good. buy them. Okay. Uh my D bag is the Sydney Morning Herald. Why? Because Why? um of the story that they are telling about Rebel Wilson coming out. And the story they're telling is that they were essentially gonna out her, right? So you you've all by now probably heard the story. Of Rebel Wilson, and we learned mm-hmm. on Friday. Was it Friday? Thursday? I think it was Friday? Friday? Thursday or Friday? End of last week. Yeah. Uh, th- that well, we actually knew that she was in a relationship, but we didn't know who the relationship was with. And on right. Thursday, it was Thursday. She mm-hmm. posted a photo with her girlfriend, Ramona Agruma, and said, "I thought I was searching for a Disney prince. Maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess, because of course, her new girlfriend is a lady." Mm-hmm. Usually the way that works. But is she a Disney princess though? No, she's oh. not an actor. Well, I don't know. To be fair, I I don't know the the sure. Disney pantheon. Um, but you know, and Ramona had been featured on Rebel's Instagram, but Rebel Wilson had not come out as such Mm-mm. in terms of her sexuality on her uh, like social media or until this moment. Yep. Or in you know big media, mm-hmm. there was uh, no indication. Mainstream media, right? She had talked about relationships in the past. She had talked about her boyfriend Jacob P. Bush, um, and uh, that was the last we'd kind of really heard until this post. Yeah, and also we were kind of like, oh, that's interesting, right? Because yeah. like anytime you learn more about somebody, and frankly, anytime you learn something genuine about a celebrity, well, sign me yeah, up exactly because it's clear. It is clear. It was clear that that relationship she had with Jacob P. Bush was not. I mean, I don't know what the real relationship between the two of them was. Right. But as it was expressed out in the public, it did not seem like a very close relationship. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. So um, regardless, I'm just glad that she has had the opportunity to speak her truth on her own terms, because that's what coming out is. Okay. On the 
to most Au people. Oh, contraire, mon frere. But the Sydney Morning Herald on Saturday then published an article saying, you know, we had actually contacted Rebel and given her two days to comment on this relationship. Like, out of respect, we wanted to give her the chance because they they allegedly, or they, according to themselves, were going to publish an article about her new partner, right? And then kind of like... um well, the, the phrase they use, Andrew Horney uh, said of the writer said of reaching out to Rebel, this was a big mistake. They used this uh, or that, excuse me, that Wilson made a mistake and that Wilson herself, Rebel Wilson, opted to, quote, gazump their story. So they were going to publish yep. and reached out to her. Yep. She then shared this post. Yeah. Because that's her story. Yeah. On her own terms. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, what coming am... out. That's what coming out is. Oof. Right. Like. As somebody who's done that before, I can mm-hmm. tell you that's how it usually works. Well, anyway. that's how you want it. That's how it should work. That is her story to tell. Um, then the d- biggest debug portion of this story is not that they were going to publish a story about who she was in a relationship with because the media is is trash. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to celebrities and relationships and gossip and all that, I don't expect. I mean, it would be nice if they would follow some some mm-hmm. rules, right? But mm-hmm. like, I'm less perturbed by that um, because while that is debaggy, mm-hmm. the more debag, or I shouldn't even say the more this. Like, let's not make it a like this is worse than that. Equally debaggy or worse is that they then like shamed her for tell for taking the opportunity to tell her story in her own words, right? Like, oh, she screwed up our timeline yeah. of us publishing this story. Excuse me, right. that is not your story. You are publishing that story to make money. She's telling her story. By the way, if she wants to make money off her story, that is her business. Yes. But she chose to tell the story in her own terms. And frankly, it doesn't seem like she wanted to. Well, and that's the thing. That's the part where I, you know, question mark. Like, was this her own terms? Because I didn't. I d- that is one of those moments where well, you have like, to believe that she, you know, like that's a big coincidence. Right. 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 Like eventually she may have gotten around to sharing that news with us, however she saw fit. But the timing of this was see, it could it. Pro- yes. Flames. Flames. Is it any wonder <laughs> <laughs> that the initials of the Sydney Morning Herald are SMH. SMH? Oh, that's cute. I, see I mean, but I kept on seeing this SMDH, story. But... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I kept on seeing those initials and I was like, yeah, that's about right. Because I just feel like there's nothing. And to have the gall to come forward then as a publication and try to defend your decisions um, and like call her out as being a problem for not going along with your story and the way you wanted to tell it when it's her life. Yeah. Um, just the, uh, uh, all the things. Flames. There was another point that I was going to make and now it's like swiftly gone out of my head because that's just the way my head works. And also when I, uh, it'll come back, it'll come back to me. But um, again, it's the notion that you are going to tell us, Oh, I know what it was. Thank you brain for Mm -hmm. giving it back. Shut up because you won't get it back that uh, they kind of hint in this piece. They're like, you know, Coming out, taking away or, you know, like outing someone, that's not really a thing anymore because like everybody can be out in 2022. I don't remember the exact Mm -hmm. phrasing, but essentially that was the uh, impetus. Like essentially 
this it's not, it's like not that big of a deal outing yeah. it's not that big of a deal excuse me maybe not for a privileged celebrity uh is it a big deal and i would argue that it's that celebrity is an individual and it's still his or her story yeah. it's up to them but okay sure but like have you lived in the actual world yeah. the actual world it is not a safe place to come out for a lot of people, I don't care what. Hello, Florida. Well, I, I don't even care what state you live in, right? Because that exists everywhere. Yes, like it's easy to point fingers. Yes, but trust me. I'm when just I saying say, that's an obvious I, I place. Know, I know, and trust me. But I want you to know, right in our own backyard, there are kids who are dealing with this, and mm-hmm. they don't feel like they can come out because of their family, friends, teachers, mm-hmm. schools, mm-hmm. churches, companies, churches. Yeah, like all of the things. Mm-hmm. Th- there are just many reasons people don't choose to come out, even though you think. For example, I had a friend in in uh, college, all, like all of us who chose to be out were out and were very fortunate to have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I have one friend who didn't come out until later. And we were all like, why wouldn't you come out? I mean, we're all out. Why wouldn't you do mm-hmm. that? And, you know, she told us why. It's her story. Yeah. You don't have to like, just because it's easy mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. or just because you perceive it to be not a problem for other people mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not still a problem for some people. Mm-hmm. So it's frustrating that like you're going to be like, oh, this is not a real story because this is not an issue anymore. Right. Yeah, it is. Well, and I don't remember if it was the publication that said this or if uh, if this came from another you know, side conversation, because, of course, when this happens, something like this happens, it, it just sort of like sets off a bunch of side conversations yeah. where uh, I don't remember if they used this argument or if somebody else used this argument, but that she had talked about other relationships she'd had, specifically citing her public relationship with Jacob, Jacob P. Bush. Yeah. As being a reason why it was okay to talk about her relationships. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because it's not safe for everybody. Right. And just because they're like, you can say that's hypocritical, maybe Mm -hmm. only if the same rules apply. And again, would you like me to give you a list of the reasons why it's not necessarily safe Mm -hmm. or um, it's not even about safe. It could be a career decision. Yes. Like people make decisions to not be true about who they are because they perceive there to be, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, judgment, scorn or retribution or danger mm-hmm. or financial whatever. Like, wh- mm-hmm. hello, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because some people enjoy you know, the benefits of being out publicly doesn't mean everybody does. And right. So you should we should be a little bit more understanding when people choose not to. I know it's frustrating because, look, I mean, there are people in uh, like communities that deal with this issue who don't understand why it takes some people a long time to come out. Mm-hmm. But and listen, we're nosy people like we're just oh, nosy and we will gossip with the best of yes, them. Thank you. But but we're not going to. But. We have compassion and understanding for people's stories and knowing that the story needs to be delivered in the time that is right for the person for whom they are the central character in it. And speculating about a person's private life versus like sending them a letter and saying you have two days to respond to this or a national publication is going to put this in it's headlines. so gross i will say kudos to rebel wilson for as much crap as we've given her for handling the public side of her celebrity career mm-hmm. kudos to her for you know she responded to a comment on twitter uh, or a tweet i should say by saying like this has just been very difficult and hard to know how to respond like, yeah she's like you know she's trying to remain professional but this was not you know you can tell there's more of a story there well, yeah and she's choosing not to be 
she's she's choosing her words very carefully, which, which is, I applaud her for. And that is absolutely her prerogative, and, yeah. and I am with you. I applaud her for that, too. She's been very public about certain things, maybe a little bit too much to the point where we have rolled our eyes. But in this regard, I, I do give her a ton of credit because she's trying to be as graceful as possible. And she truly could say some really oh. rude things. Oh, yeah. And she's not. And, and she's... Trust that I would... It mm-hmm. would be hard to not use a lot of words. Yeah. And she might at some point, and I'm here for it. Listen. Yeah. Me too. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, guess what? We're not done with our D-bags. D-bags! We've got another, and it's a D-bag double down Yay! after this on My Talk 107.1. Here, it's 107.1, and it's everything entertainment on the Colleen and Bradley That's show, hot. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Mm. Guess what? We have a D-bag double, double down. down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ta-da! Okay. Who's your double Tom down? Tom Cruise. Oh, why do you say this? Not okay. Tom Cruise. Yeah, sorry. Like He's you mean the blockbuster the, actor yeah. of all time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I just, this behavior is so gross to me. Uh-oh. I do not want us to be celebrating it in any way. Oh, all right. So uh, Simon Pegg, who's a friend of Tom Cruise's, he's a British actor. Yeah, he was in the uh, uh, zombie movie. Mm. Which one? I don't know. Zombie one. Okay, so he was talking to the Times and he was talking about one of the things that makes Tom Cruise such a respected leader. Um, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, thank you. Okay. Oh, that makes me, I, I can't. Okay, so anyway. He says of Tom Cruise, one of the ways he demands respect and retains his authority is the following. Oh, God, this should be good. If something goes wrong and it's his fault. Okay. I'm going to let you complete the oh, sentence. Okay. For, like, the for a normal person, right? Like okay. if something goes wrong and it's your fault, ah, what yes. do you do? Well, if you are a, an upstanding citizen, typically you will take accountability uh, and apologize. Accept responsibility. I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. Boy, I will. I've learned a lesson. I will do it differently next time. Yeah. You know, any number of different ways that you can navigate that. Not so with Tom Cruise. Oh, no. What does he do? Because he's so awesome. He'll flatly deny it. And then if someone corrects him, instead of saying sorry, he'll just say, yeah. And then wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. This is a person describing behavior by Tom Cruise as if it's laudable? Yeah. Yeah, because this is how he maintains his authority. Because, you know, he's a leader, Tom Cruise is, in so many ways. You know, as a blockbuster actor, as a uh, workaholic on the set, as a Scientologist... Um, rather than admit his wrong, okay. he'll just deny it. Okay, so you're saying that like his self-help uh, leader book, Who Stole My Cheese, or mm-hmm. whatever the equivalent for Tom Cruise would be. Who Moved My Cheese? Wasn't that the book? Yeah, Who Moved My Cheese. Um, what colors I want to know who cut my cheese. That's who what cut I want. my cheese? That was me. I smelt it. I dealt it. <laughs> I smelt my dog fart the other night. Okay. I was just Alan? sitting on the couch and I was like, excuse you. And did That's she deny nasty. it? Did she deny it? She did not. She even. maintained some authority by denying. eye contact. <laughs> um, it was a little awkward. But anyway, um, the, his self-help book would be to be a 
great leader mm-hmm. in 2022 mm-hmm. never accept responsibility yep. and deny, deny, deny. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, but it you sounds, it. It sounds I'm, familiar, I'm, actually. I'm, if you're t- being honest, well, but that's why I'm confused. How? Because I'm still missing Simon Pegg's description of how this was in any way beneficial. He said, "I admit it." No, this is Simon Pegg talking. He he said, "I I admitted bleeping up once," and he said, meaning Tom Cruise, with a wry smile. I hasten to add, Simon, don't do that. He maintains his authority by never being to blame for anything. Okay, well, that tells me a lot. Also, have you read about uh, Scientology? I mean, is that not... (laughs) That's the thing about it is it's like this gaslighty way of like... Yeah, it's like gaslighty. It's a little bit... um, it just well. I also just don't think anybody would want to work with someone who exhibited that kind of behavior long term. I mean, it's toxic. Well, it's because gross. You, well, you'd also be like, I don't, I don't know that we can like ever get better. I if don't you can't trust acknowledge. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So just FYI, if you are in a relationship with Tom Cruise, not going to happen. And he and he deals it. He's definitely not going to own that. Yeah. So he's not owning the fart. <laughs> But but also here's the other thing about this is that honestly I, I read this and it and it checked out for me yeah like I didn't oh, think to myself totally... yeah I didn't think to myself gosh Tom Cruise I I really respected you and now uh, you know th- again if that you described right. this behavior and said what do you think of this behavior I'd say well that's something I would work on mm-hmm. changing yeah not improving not, yeah <laughs> and instead he's he wants to improve it yeah, and do it all the time. If I were Simon Pegg, I, I would be like, dude, I don't, I think we've reached the end of the road in our friendship. Thank you for, yeah. although we've come. exactly. I'd start singing that to him. Now, I, I just wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go forward here's with that. Different. I've been reading this book by um, James Burroughs, you mm-hmm. know, the uh, TV director yeah. who has directed many of your favorite shows throughout time and he actually talked about the advice that he got for being a good leader because as a director in that moment you have to be a leader mm-hmm. is that you pick some like if there's a a or a b you don't go well you say a or b and then if you get it wrong you follow that up with i got that wrong let's do the other one ah so you just pick one because people respect yes decisiveness know, and decisive choice making yep. mm-hmm. and then if you get it wrong you just acknowledge that you got it wrong and then you say let's try the other one Because that just, like, that's a human way to deal with things instead of, like, oh, God, if they see that I did something wrong. It's like, honey, they smell you doing wrong. It's fine. Like, like you know that as a parent. Yes. Like, what you do is far more important than what you say. A thousand billion percent. They're not. Mm -hmm. And honestly, one of it is actually one of the most humbling pieces of parenting is making repairs when you know you've done something wrong wrong or bad i mean i did it this morning i was a bear to my daughter i was not kind i was not being my best self i was cranky we were trying to get out the door she was being a little pokey and i we got in the car and i was i felt myself like in the rage space and i stopped the car and i looked at her and i said in the middle of traffic no i was on my street and i said I don't like the way I feel right now. I need to take a deep breath and we need to start over. Can we do that? And she was like, yes. There you go. Doesn't feel good, but no. you know, practice it. Yeah. It doesn't make perfect, but it makes Ew. better. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your simple pleasure? 651-641-1071. Not like that. What's the little thing that makes you happy? Let's uh, get happy.